PFT Media. Hey kids, it's your buddy Peter. It is um, January 18th, uh, right around 6 o'clock, and I'm putting the finishing touches on episode 120. Uh, it's our interview with Big Tim Murphy. If you live in Orlando, odds are you know who Big Tim is. Uh, he's a uh, lollipop salesman, award-winning lollipop salesman. He's a podcaster. He is a local comedian. If uh, you're not familiar with uh, Big Tim, this is a good chance for you to get familiar because he is an interesting dude. Uh, he does a lot of podcasts around here, and I think this one uh, kind of gets into more of a who Tim is besides the lollipop salesman and comedian guy. Uh, you gotta, <laughs> it's Rosie in the background. We get into like kind of how he came to be the Big Tim he is now, and it, it's a pretty interesting story, and he's a cool guy. So, Tim, if you're listening, thanks so much for coming in. It meant the world to me that you came in. Uh, all his links will be in the show notes, of course. Uh, we've got business, of course. Uh, first of all, a contest is still going on, going on until the end of the month. And I'll tell you what, uh, I'm going to let you in on a little little podcast, a Scotching Good Conversation Secret. Not many people are taking part in this one. I do not know why. Uh, it's pretty simple, and the odds are in your favor right now. All you got to do is give us a call and leave a message. Just be interesting. It's not that hard. Uh, phone number is 407-706-9523. Write it down, tattoo it on your arm or something. That's 407-706-9523. Give us a call and uh, just leave us a message. Pretty simple. You know, tell us what's going on in your day. Uh, you got a problem in your life. Uh, just, we, we can help you figure it out. Tell us we're doing a good job. Tell us we're being a, doing a bad job. Uh, tell us a story. Either way, just leave a message. Sing us a song. You know, uh, leave us a message, and you will have a pretty good chance of winning. I'm telling you, there's we only got a couple people entered entered in this thing, so there's a pretty good chance you might win. Uh, we have prizes from Little Indies and from Orlando Meats, both great prizes. So uh, give us a call four zero seven seven zero six nine five two three. Also, uh, new sponsor. Still talking about them because uh, they are the cats meow. They are Compass Box whiskeys. They provide us with our scotch, and they are available pretty much anywhere decent liquors are sold. Get at them. They're uh, reasonably priced and really, really, really yummy. And we mentioned them a second ago. Little Indies. If you're coming to town, if you're not from Orlando, let, let's just say you are Orlando, you probably know Little Indies because they're cool. But if you're not from Orlando, come out from the theme parks, uh, you know, get out of that area and come down into the Mills 50 section and just ask somebody local. They'll know where this is. Little Indies is just a very cool, independent little pub. It's right next to Will's Pub. It's a little, little bar. It's cozy. It's non-smoking. It's perfect for conversations. It's a good place to take a date. They mix a hell of a craft cocktail. They've got a great craft beer list. They've got good wine. The bartenders are easy to get along with. They're polite. They're fun. And uh, they got live music pretty much a couple nights a week. They got DJs a couple nights a week. There's art. There's couches. There's a patio outside. It's just a laid back, cool vibe. Never a cover charge. Happy hour every night from four to eight. Uh, on Fridays, it's DJ BMF. He's been doing fat and jazzy here in town as long as I've been in town for the last 15, 20 years. So it, it gets funky up there on Fridays. On Wednesdays, talking about funky and soulful, it's Eugene Snowden's 10 Pints of Truth. You got to check this out. If you haven't seen Eugene, go check it out. It, it's just, it's a world of its own. Uh, Tuesday's service industry night with uh, drink specials. And uh, Thursday's, it's think tank trivia. Go check out Little Indies if you haven't been. And if you have been, uh, 
it's probably been too long since you've been again or if you go overnight go again a happy hour uh live music craft drinks craft cocktails craft beers just a great vibe little indies located at 10 36 North Mills Avenue. Uh, next week on episode 120, it's local music with the dudes from Copper Bones. They're funny. They're irreverent. Uh, we we had both of them on the couch. They're the first two people who've come in since the studio remodel. So hopefully things will sound really, really decent from now on in. You guys, thank you so much. Uh, means the world to me that even one of you listens. Uh, if if there's somebody in your life and they mean something to you, tell them you love them. Go outside and play. Hug each other. Love each other. All right? I love you. Take care of each other. Have fun. Peace. Bye-bye. so much for checking out episode 120 of scotch and good conversation i'll be your host and your new buddy my name is peter and we are on the pft radio network we're like a interviewee podcast drinking type thing with a little twist uh listen if you like it go over to scotchgoodconversation.com and check out all our past episodes you can find us on itunes we are on Stitcher. We are on Google Play. If you'd like to get involved, if you want to be part of the show, give us a call. Or you can email us at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook group. Uh, couldn't do this without sponsors. And we just got a brand new sponsor. The kind of sponsor you want as a Scotch podcast, we got a Scotch sponsor. We are very pleased to announce that. Scotch and Good Conversation is officially sponsored by Compass Box Whiskey. They are available pretty much anywhere fine whiskeys are sold. Go check them out. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Check out their website. And this sponsor right here. Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor has been doing craft beer in Orlando for 12 plus years and doing it very, very well. Over 300 cans and bottles, 26 beers on tap, award-winning in-house brewing, a friendly, professional staff, all in a cool, laid-back environment, open seven days a week for your convenience. Red Light Red Light is located at 2810 Kareem Drive in beautiful Audubon Park. Go in there. Cozy up to the bar, talk to the bartender, and get yourself some delicious craft goodness in your mouth. Tell them that you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. 
And of course, this would be boring if it was just me and we have a guest, Tim Murphy. Hey, big Tim Murphy. Big Tim Murphy. Tim I, Murphy's a congressman that pressured his. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, wasn't he a horrible person? All of the all the Tim Murphys are usually pretty bad. But <laughs> I think Tim Murphy's okay. Literally, <laughs> literally, I, I have that as the next thing because yeah. I, I was uncomfortable saying big term Tim Murphy. <laughs> Because if people called me Bald Peter, that would piss me off. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I've been big for as long as I can remember. It's not like it's not like they're calling me Fat Tim Murphy. You know? Yeah, you're, you're owning it. I like it. Yeah, well, could take the power back. It also helps me with uh, SEO and everything else. SEO but, is what? Uh, search engine optimization. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well, like, look at you. You're fancy. I'm not that fancy. Just <laughs> Tim Murphy's a congressman. Other Tim Murphys are shitheads. Uh, he was a, a Florida congressman. No, no, was no. He? He's There's, not. Uh, the one that uh, one we're talking about, I think, is Minnesota. Okay, but he's a dick. I know. I kind yeah. of I briefly uh, found him through my research monkeys who research my guest <laughs> and they, they found Tim Murphy and apparently he was a dick I know uh, somebody on the Daily Show made fun of him but we weren't we're not interviewing him we're yeah. interviewing you but you see that's why you gotta search for Big Tim Murphy and I come up not the congressman so I like it you you owning it and that that's smart that's smart marketing good, good business I like it uh, thank you for coming in I, we just talked briefly outside and you said you'd never listened uh, not really okay, I listened to, to half of Joe Chapowski's episode a while back he uh uh that was a while ago. That was uh, at like episode 40 or something. Yeah, right. And I asked him to tell me a joke, and he told me one of your jokes, which leads me to three things that I know about you. Okay. Uh, these are three things that I know about you. Research monkeys followed you around, followed you around looking in your windows, looking right. in your, your past Facebook. First thing is you're a comedian. Yes. Yes, you are, and you've been doing that since 2009. Give or take, yeah. Okay, and you started the Why Not Lounge. Yep. I used to like the Why Not Lounge. I used to hang out there. The Why Not Lounge was a great place, and it's a shame it's no longer around. It, it's a, it was a little bit of old-school Florida. It was real old-school Florida, <laughs> and it was great. Well, it was attached to a hotel. It was a hotel bar. Yeah, it, well, it used to be well, back when Holiday Inns were fancy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like the 70s, Holiday Inns were the place to The place to, go, to stay, yeah. absolutely. And then it slowly declined, and it, uh, it was a shadow of its former self. Well, Alta, it's, it was in Altamont, right? Yeah, right off the Wymore exit. I think my family right, stayed there in like 1978 one time when our car broke down. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, and I, I believe we walked to the Fashion Square Mall. Not the Fashion, not the Fashion, the, the Altamont uh, Mall. Altamont Mall, from, which is probably too long a walk to take a family of, not of really. four. I don't know. I remember being scared, but I was a little shaper. It's because that uh, I four. You got to go over I four. That's why you got scared. It, I used to live right there. Okay, it's about a mile, which is a little bit much for a family of four. And I, I was a little kid, and this was the seventies. We were afraid we were in a big city. Uh, <laughs> you met uh, have it down here. You met Gallagher. I have met Gallagher. It was he, is he a dick? Uh, he's not pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he. I I can see why he would be frustrated. Uh, you know, he was on top, and now he's not. And he was huge. He was huge. He he did like thirty specials or something like that. A ridiculous number of specials, um, but time didn't. He didn't go with time. Well, you he's, know? he's probably what is he in his seventies? I think. No, probably. I think he's in his like early sixties. Really? I mean, we got the Google machines. We could look it up. No, 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 we don't. We don't look things up there. <laughs> okay, no, 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 we, no. That's, uh, that's not good. That's that's it. We always try to hash it out and guess. He, and you know, I think he, from what I've read about him and all, he lost a bunch of money. To in his, the to stock his, market collapse. Didn't his brother steal his whole act? His and, brother, and that is why he Gallagher does not like me. Okay. I did not know. <laughs> I did not know that Gallagher's brother stole his act when okay. I met Gallagher. Okay. So Gallagher's brother stole his act and went around the country, and he had to sue his brother to stop doing his, his act. I think if your brother steals your act, you can sue him. I, I think I, after a strong talk... Uh, please stop that. Well, when you make when you make Gallagher level or whatever, it's like you gotta you gotta protect the brand and all. But his whole family stopped talking to him over it, and he estranged his whole family. And 
There's no good outcome to that. Well, you kill your brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. true. I mean, if, yeah. if your family's being a dick and they, but it, they stole, he stole his livelihood. But it's still not a good outcome. If I stole your act, would you would you sue me? Oh, for sure. Okay, good. But you're also not my brother. <laughs> okay, good point. My only brother's dead, but yeah. I probably would have sued him too. But, but we're, we're like best friends now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I, still would sue. I mean, it's not a good outcome no matter what. It's like one of those things like. It, it, you just don't win. No yeah. one's winning on that. No, I know. So Gallagher, you, you, you're not saying he's a dick. I'm saying he's a dick. Yeah, he was. Kind he can of go dick. on your podcast. No, he's he's a dick. Period. He, okay. We don't have guests. Uh, he was but, funny for a while. I saw him at a big trampoline on stage. He used to roller skate, smash yeah. things with the bank hammer. And then he got real weird, real like alt righty or right wingy. Well, so and I've never seen any of that stuff. Well, it's just, it's just all the new. It's all the new. Uh, well, the Sledgematic was only a fraction of his act. Yeah. And but his. Uh, he came around town, and I, I inadvertently, I told him uh, I was a big fan of him, uh-huh. and I said, I stole his act, I do it in the bedroom, I smashed grapes with my penis. <laughs> okay. Which I thought was a funny, that, you know, that, that's I, I've life, never right? actually done that, no. of course not, because who smashes grapes with your dick? It's not... Could you so, do it? I probably could. Okay, I've never tried. All right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, it was a throwaway line to yeah. someone to try and get us both a little... Uh, yeah. And <laughs> His demeanor changed instantly, and he didn't like me. Well, it's not like he, again, we were talking rocket science. It's not like he was doing something smart. You just took True. something dumb and made it just a little dumber. But when I said In a good that, way, when better. I said that, it was right after he just got done suing his brother for the whole steal in the okay. act. Well, he's all... Yeah, I know. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. I told, I've never lost any sleep over me offending Gallagher. And uh, you uh, you do a comedy night here in town? I do. On Wednesday? <laughs> Almost on every Wednesday. Okay. Not... Not the third Wednesday, but okay. every other Wednesday, the Bull and Bush. I have okay. shit soup. Okay. Which compliments shit sandwich that happens every first and third Saturday. There's a lot of shit. There's a lot of shit in this town. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of shit, period. Okay. Shit soup is honestly the better show. Uh-huh. It's the more tighter ran. It's the Saturday night. It's the... But if you want to have weird or whatever the Wednesday... If no one shows up, we do weird stuff. It's, you know, okay. it, I and, keep it very loose. And, and Bullenbush is a pretty solid bar. Bullenbush yeah. is an amazing yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah, I used to live near there, too. I it's, non, in town. Yeah. it's non-smoking now. That's it's nice. For a that's, while. that's a bonus. Oh, I know. That place was ridiculous when I was smoking. Uh, Scottish eggs. You can, can you still you get can, them? You can still get a Scotch egg. Okay. And, uh, yeah, uh, they're in the Milk District, so go check that out. Uh, thing number two, I know about you, and I alluded to it, and I, I usually try not to do that when I'm doing thing number one, <laughs> uh, but I'm not very good at this. It's uh, okay. Uh, is you're no stranger to podcasting. You, you've been on a million podcasts. I've been on a million podcasts. And you have your own podcast. I have my own podcast. On the PFT Network. I do. Yes. What is that podcast? It's called Poking the Bear. Okay. And what describe that to the kids. Uh, that is me, <laughs> Big Tim Murphy, okay. uh, Ryan Holmes, and Charlie Bowie, and it's basically Ryan Holmes and Charlie Bowie poking me with a stick. Uh, okay, that sounds fun. I've listened. It's, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, we uh, we're basically it's you get to listen to us recap our week basically to each other. It's pretty fun. It's like being in a conversation with us. Yeah, you guys are your best friends, your enemies. We're pretty or? friends. We're okay. pretty good friends. Yeah, I'd say we're best friends. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're definitely not enemies. I, I don't. I, I always tell my wife this. I don't know that I have a best friend, and I think that's part of this podcast. You and I are best friends now. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know that I have a best friend. And I've always kind of like got along better with girls than guys, and I don't know why that is. So I always admire any any group of guys that can sit down and hang out and, and have some beers and I just mean, shoot the gr- shit. Girls usually smell better. To be that, honest they're, with they're warm. They're soft. They smell better. <laughs> I, I just thought I always kind of wanted like a like a dude hang out, like a like a manly kind of shoot guns yeah. and, and throw the ball around. But I, I'm just I've not. I'm just shot not that guns guy. and thrown balls around with women too. It's I, I'm just not that guy, you know. Uh, <laughs> and that's okay. And when does this podcast come out? Uh, when we release it, usually Thursdays. Okay, 
So it, it's a very you, lucid you, you, you aim for Thursdays. We aim for Thursdays. Sometimes it doesn't happen. Is it fun? You, you having a good time? I have a blast with good, it. Good, 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 good. It shows. Like I said, I have listened and, and uh, I dig it. And you're on the PFT network, which makes me happy. And the third thing I know about you, and I've uh, actually uh, had one of these two. Uh, you sell fancy lollipops and hot dogs. I do sell fancy lollipops and hot dogs. Are the hot dogs fancy also? The hot dogs are not fancy. Okay. I don't do much of hot dog stuff uh, anymore. I'm okay. kind of transitioning toward, i got to upgrade the cart and come you're, back. You're always moving and shaking, aren't I'm you? always working on something. That, I, I came into it, I started a business with the hot dog cart with not nearly enough capital. Okay. That's... And I, I just can't afford to have slow nights. Okay. It's easier just not to work it than it is to have slow nights. I get that. And I'm going to come back with a... A slightly revamped concept in a couple months. Okay, fancy hot dogs? No, okay. maybe a little bit. We'll okay. see. All right, we'll uh, see. That's for, me to, so that's for me to know and figure out and then tell so, everybody So look for that ready. in the future. Okay, and tell the kids about the fancy lollipops because these are actually kind of interesting. They're vegan. They're vegan. Okay. Uh, well, except for the ones that have bacon in them. Okay, that, that's complete opposite of vegan. That is complete opposite <laughs> of vegan. But we don't really do that one anymore necessarily. That makes me sad. Um, uh, a while back in 2016, early 2016, I, uh, I was on stage eating a lollipop. And somebody uh, asked, afterwards asked me if I had an extra one, and they paid me a dollar for a lollipop I paid a quarter for. Okay. So this started, was, you didn't make this lollipop. You bought I, it I, I bought these. And okay. then I reached out to the company because I wanted to buy $1,000 worth of them. Okay. You are a mover and a shaker. Well, yeah, because I, I had some money, and I wanted $1,000 worth, but I wanted them to put my face on it or oh. my branding on it somehow. Brilliant. And I know that's not a lot for a giant candy company, but... Even if it was only like 250 of them, I'd still been fine because I would have sold them for five bucks or something. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're coming out ahead. Yeah, I'd be fine. Uh, they they blew me off. Okay, fuck that. I contacted a local candy company, and uh-huh. they said they'd be doing uh, lollipops in the fall. Fall came around. They didn't message me back. So uh, I asked a friend of mine. Uh, actually, I asked uh, Jackie Mick, who has a podcast herself called Pretty Little Pints. I, I know uh, of her. Yes, I was, we like uh, her podcast. We were floating in the swimming pool drunk on champagne, and I said, uh, Jackie. Of course you were. <laughs> Why not? I was my uh, coming back party. Okay. Um, I asked her, Jackie, you're uh, you're pretty crafty. Can you make me a lollipop? And she said, I think I probably can. Okay. I like I like her style. So we started making lollipops, yeah. and then people really like them. They taste real good, and we sell a lot of them. What what's uh, you won uh, Orlando Weekly? One of them was the uh, Taste of Male Tears. Is that White Male Tears won Best Local Sucker? Okay, of course. Everybody knows I'm the best local sucker. But, <laughs> but, uh, no, that that's what what are I mean I I'm very familiar with White Male Tears, but what what if I was eating a lollipop uh, called White Male Tears? What would it taste like? It Just would taste like sadness. No, it tastes like salted almond. Okay. Uh, with a little bit of vanilla. Okay, sounds and, good. Uh, a little bit of justice. And whenever I could, <laughs> justice, okay. <laughs> I know uh, we had, um, um, what did we have? Uh, Swedish fish. The Swedish fish one was so good. See, that's, that's my thing. That Swedish fish are my go-to. Anything that's like a gummy consistency. That's because we made uh, an extract of that. Okay. We actually melted down Swedish fish in a jar of alcohol. It's like, uh, so some of our flavors are real fancy. Some of them are like... When we do like a cherry, we just use the store-bought flavoring because it's okay. It, but some of them like, oh man, she's there's pink. science involved. Oh man, she goes hog fucking wild on these lollipops, man. Uh-huh. Um, when she made, we made cherry cordial recently. Okay, and that had cavassier. Okay, cherry, and then dipped in real fancy chocolate. Okay. Um, we made donut king. Uh, we made glazed donut out of donuts from Donut King. I, I love that. Good, good. Work. And that was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the whipped cream tastes fantastic. Uh, White Mill Tears is still basically our best seller, but a lot of people buy that just for the bit. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but it, apparently it's good because I I I, what, I didn't try it. We uh, don't make a bad lollipop. Yeah, good uh, for you. We had we had a couple that didn't come out very good, and that's why we didn't sell. Okay. <laughs> no, like, you are always moving and shaking. You're constantly doing something. No one works harder. You're the James Brown. Of, I don't want that hard friend. Before you, <laughs> I, I, I I follow you on Facebook. That's how you came on to be on the show. Was you were doing something on Facebook, and I don't watch Facebook yeah. videos, but you're constantly Facebook videoing. Uh, I do it to a point. I. I, I like just doing it, and I don't really care about the audience of it. You I took a nap. I sat and watched you nap. More than once. Okay, well, I, I, was, I sat and watched you nap for about 20 minutes, then I realized after I got done masturbating that it was just creepy. <laughs> well, you know, it, it. I didn't need to know you beat off to it, but it's okay. Do you, do you think anybody beat off to you sleeping? Probably not, but if they did, I, I wouldn't want them to tell me, but I wouldn't be that mad about it, I guess. <laughs> Like it's just like don't tell me. How, that was what thirty five minutes. You 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 pulled your truck over someplace and you slept I, for a little while. Yeah, I mean I do that. I like naps in public, and, of and I, I do a bit about it because I'm a big guy. I just like naps. Period. Yeah, who doesn't? And my I'm, wife doesn't actually. Really? It's weird. I she, can see why she wouldn't. I mean they can they can disrupt the flow of a day. Yeah. Because it almost is like starting over again for a day if you take too long a nap. Well, there's what's the executives call them? I don't know. Uh, power naps. There's that's a, the kind I take. Basically, yeah, that's I usually like, take. That's what samurais do. I usually take yeah. like a 25 minute nap if I'm real hard up. We're like samurais, you and I. Mm, we with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I sat and watched you you nap. I sat and watched you eat shrimp a couple I've times. I ate a lot of English shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, are you still doing that? Do they uh, run out of shrimp? Well, they they stopped oh. doing English shrimp. That's a seasonal promotion. Okay, so they, not because of you. <laughs> not because of me. <laughs> okay. I, I I didn't eat that many shrimp. I ate a lot of shrimp, but not that many. Um, yeah, I, I like I like Facebook Live because uh, I get to interact with people. Uh huh. They get to watch me do something that they wouldn't otherwise. And I don't translate that well on like recorded video or podcasts. You get fun, but I'm I'm pretty German. I mean, are you? Yeah, I think so. I, I guess so. Yeah, people would people would agree. I yeah, think. I mean, I'm a von Taborski, and you don't get a whole <laughs> lot more German than that. Yeah, you don't. No, and uh, we've been Murphy and Martin for as long as I can remember. So, but yeah, I like Facebook Live as a platform. I really do. It's um, I don't really worry about the like the number of viewers and all, but they do have a long tail life and a surprising amount of people watch things. You you are a savvy businessman. I, I, like I said, I, will, I admire your your just go for it, like just jump in with both feet. I mean, they can't take away your birthday. <laughs> well, that's, that's a great concept. Uh, you, what about top three things? Uh, you, you like music? I do like music. Okay, top three bands, singer, songwriters, or uh, what do I got? Performers, go hit me. All right, no wrong answers. Chromio. Okay, I don't know what that is. What is that? They are a uh, French Canadian duo. Okay. Uh, uh, they do like electronic funk kind of thing. Okay. I like happy stuff, and okay. they have happy stuff. Okay. Um, probably the band. Okay. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I know uh, the band. last waltz vein. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then <sighs> it's so tough for that third one. Um, I really like. Uh, a band uh, called the Gourds, but particularly their singer, who uh, has a solo thing called Shiny Grip. So I want to make them together as one. Okay. Because it's really the singer I like, but I like when he's got the. Okay. And he makes uh, he makes like swamp folk music. Let's see, that's fun. I can see into that. That that's that seems um, fun. I, I, anything you can dance to, happy music. I like. I, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't see the appeal of sad stuff. I mean, uh, well, I went through a goth phase for a little while. That was dangerous. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I wore a lot of black, but I never got goth. <laughs> uh, I just I don't like the music. <laughs> I, I, um, top three. I see this. I, do you read? You strike me as a reader. I do. I haven't read in a long time. Well, I just, that's uh, okay. Top three I, books of, in your life. There are no oh, answers. Uh, yeah. They're all Elmore Leonard books, but okay. 
well, no, I'll do two more Leonard, and then How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie is probably the number one book. Okay, really? Yeah, because if you actually do that stuff and you're not a psychopath, and you, <laughs> you know, like you're not actually, a psychopath. Yeah, well, because we can teach you how to be a sociopath if you're, yeah, you know, if you actually take heart to remember people's names or at least try, and you just, brother, I meet thousands of people. And I know, stuff. Uh, but you know, if you actually try some of the things in his book, you know, the compliment sandwich and everything else, it will make you a better person. Uh, the compliment sandwich. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, which is okay. so silly. <laughs> All right, so say uh, you want to give someone some criticism, right? Mm-hmm. If you open up... Peter, you drink too much. Go. Uh, you go hey, yeah. Peter. Yes. You know what? I'm a big fan of your fun guy. Uh-huh. The drinking's getting a little much. It's, it's I don't want the fun to up. end. Okay. That's a compliment sandwich. Yeah, I open with a good, I don't, I that, with a good that line. That is a good compliment sandwich. Yeah, I open with a good line. I, the middle is the criticism, and then you close with something fun. Wow, I like it. Uh, also, you know, you uh, if you give someone a reputation, they'll usually try to live up to it. Uh-huh. Oh, that's 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 actually really... You, you took this book to heart. I fucking read it seven or eight times. Really? As young as I was eight to now. You, you read uh, How to Win Friends and Influence Neighbors at eight? How to Win Friends... How to Win... How to Influence, influence People and Win Friends. Okay. How to win friends and influence people. Okay. How to win friends by Dale Carnegie. Okay. Uh, yeah, I also read One Flew or the Cuckoo's Nest back then, and I saw the damn... How, how old are you? Uh, 30. Okay. All right. So that was... Um, um, it was it, well, that was sexy, an old old film, old book at that point. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Well, it was old, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't read it. I didn't read it when it came out. <laughs> well, I didn't know. I have no idea. Uh, uh, I know. <laughs> did, did, did he give me three books? or? Did I gave you one. Okay. Uh, the second one. He's paying attention. Uh, Elmore Leonard, uh, Rum Punch. Okay, that sounds fun. What is that? That is the book that they made Jackie Brown out of. Okay, I like that. Um, and that's not necessarily my favorite Elmore Leonard book, but it's the one that people recognize, and if I hope they read it, and then they listen, they'll read more Elmore Leonard books. Uh, the third one. Is probably my favorite. That's Riding the Rap by Elmore Leonard. Okay, I've and never heard of that either. Justified, the TV show. Oh yeah, I, I'm familiar with it. Familiar with it? Yeah. It's the book that, that sets up all that. Okay, and this should be interesting. Top three films. Quick, go. Oh shit, that one's real hard. Uh, Man on Fire. Okay. Um, 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 oh, um, oh, don't, don't, don't tell me. I, I, that's about. Um, what's that about? I have no idea. You can tell me. All right, Man on Fire is a uh, what's his name? Oh, Jesus, Training Day. Oh, yeah. Washington. Oh yeah, that that's where he's um the uh, the bodyguard. He's a bodyguard. That's yes. a great film. It's a good movie. Yeah, and I like the style of it. Uh, the Wrigley Scott did it, I think. Right? Yeah, he uh, he gets total badass at the end. He, he does get badass, but and I, I like the style of that movie. Um, number two uh, might be Airplane. Oh well, um, yeah, Airplane. Nineteen. Uh, everybody likes Airplane. Yeah, yeah. I, once again, it's not necessarily my favorite movie, but it's my favorite in that genre. Yeah, I love that genre. I love dumbass spoof movies. Yeah, yeah. T- t- yes, I am, and don't call me Shirley. Cool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when they have the line of people going to smack the, 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 smack the, the, the Christmas, Christmas. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> was great. Um, oh shit. Uh, third favorite uh, top three movie. Um, I don't like to watch a lot of movies on repeat. So I don't I don't watch a lot of them, but uh, probably Jackie Brown. Okay, hey, just mention that that that'll work. Well, I mentioned yeah, because Jackie Brown, while it's based on Rum Punch, it's not Rum Punch. Uh, Quentin Tarantino, it's kind of like it's like if you meet cousins. Okay, like they're from the same family, but there's a pretty big difference. You know, well, <laughs> I I enjoy listening to you. I was looking forward to this so yeah. much, and quite frankly, I was a little scared because you are a little intimidating. And you're aware of this. Right? I'm, I am a big man, and I've got an oversized personality. Yeah, yeah I, I, I wasn't. It's the oversized personality. You, you were. I. Where did I like first listen to you? It was on um, like one of those cruise casts from Tom and Dan. Oh, yeah. And everybody else apparently went and drank their ass off, and you went to like a museum. Oh, well, I, I did. Well, it was on the way to drink her ass off. Yeah. But I did go to the the Slavery Museum, the Pompeii, the 
It was a slave ship that wrecked. It was like one of the last ones they ran aground. Well, you were on a podcast. Everybody else is drunk, and you regurgitating these facts from the museum. And I, I, oh, I was drunk regurgitating well, it, facts. It sounded, like you, 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 it sounded like you were a guide at the museum, and I was like, that guy is crazy smart. Yeah, I don't know. I'm wasting my intellect sometimes, I wonder, by doing the shit I do. Yeah, but but you, have, you have fun, though, right? Oh, I'm having a blast. See, that, 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 see, I, that, I, I, I get oh, that. listen, I understand. I'm not okay. doubting it, I, but sometimes I doubt it, because we all doubt. Yeah. Doubt is the human... Uh, I mean, I live in a spare bedroom. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I, I wish we could scale down to a spare bedroom. I'd totally be happy. And it's not like we live in a mansion. We have one bed, one bathroom. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I just like. I mean, there's a certain zen to to that that life that you know you don't have more than you need. And, and well, that, and then it's, and I, I became big on that when I discovered Quakerism. Okay, what is that? A Quaker, uh, the religion, the religious okay. society of Are you a Quaker. I am a Quaker. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I don't. I've not. I know nothing about Quakers. I thought they raised barns and wore the, those hats. No, those are the Amish. Okay. I, see, I told it's, you I know nothing about the Quakers. It's not the same. Okay. Although there are some Quakers that wear simple dress. Not a lot of Amish who come on podcast. I think this is a fact. Okay. Um, what, what's a Quaker? Quaker is um. It's uh, It's the slang term for the religious society of friends. Okay. It's kind of a form of Christianity that's uh, from way back in the day. The big thing that distinguishes it from regular Christianity. Uh, we don't believe in uh, the Bible as a final revelation. Okay. Uh, we don't necessarily think of Jesus as the final prophet kind of you know, kind of thing. I can buy that. Um, we're big on nonviolence. That's uh, good. Which I had to pick up because I used to be a real angry man. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a whole there's an acronym called Spice, and I don't remember off the top of my head because we're we're putting it on, but you know, uh, basically, uh, you're supposed to live simple so others may simply live. Supposed to be good stewards of the community. This all sounds like good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, Quakers were big way back in the day, but we're not necessarily so much anymore. Uh, well, we don't hypothesize or whatever. We don't try to get new members. That's good. We don't evangelicalize. Don't get, uh, what's that word you said? Evangelicalize. Oh, okay. I think you said evangelicalize. No, okay. No. I, 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 it's a word I don't I know say what the one word is. Often. I didn't know what the other word was. <laughs> I yeah. don't say it very often. Okay. But, uh, now there are evangelical Quakers, okay, but they live in Africa and they try to recruit the Africans, and they're basically just evangelical Christians. Yeah, they're not going to bother me. But I, but I belong to. Uh, I'm a member of the Orlando meeting, even though I haven't been active in a while. Um, but the big thing we do is we wait. Okay, for you wait on the word, the oh. word of the Lord or whatever. Okay. So you sit in silence and you basically meditate. Okay, because I'm not. I don't believe in God. I don't think there's a higher power. But also Quakers don't believe in a. Uh, God that rewards or punishes. Okay, that that sounds nice. Uh, we're also not big fans on uh, hell, and you know, like it's like heaven is what you make it, and it's on earth. Okay, you know? um, all, right. all this makes sense to me. It's it's a very makey sense thing. The trouble is, we're not supposed to tell people about. So that's <laughs> what you're talking about on the podcast. Well, I asked. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. that's what I'm saying. It's like you don't spring it on people. Okay, well that's that's also very nice. Uh, and you know, the waiting thing, the waiting is it's basically meditation, but. You're supposed to not speak unless the the word or the light or whatever guides you to speak. Okay. And the one time I was going to say something, the University of Georgia marching band opened up across the street. Okay. So say that there. That was the universe telling you not to <laughs> say anything. The not saying anything. Exactly. That's why I took it as. Playing on Broadway. Dun, dun, <laughs> yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I, I, and you've been doing this for how long? Uh, about four or five years Good now. Good for you. It, it, did it make you a better person? Yeah. It made me a lot more calmer. It made me uh, It made me kind of forgive and forget kind of thing. I... Uh, I haven't I haven't heard nobody in a long time. I haven't like punched anybody or choked. Have you ever punched somebody or choked people? Yes. You don't strike me as a punchy, choky guy. Is that the Quaker in you? Yeah, he didn't meet me before. Okay, really? (laughs) 
Oh, did you should have punched Gallagher. No. <laughs> I might have if he kept talking I, that I shit. I heard he's a dick. Uh, well, uh, well, you're going to hear he's a dick from a lot of people because no, he no, is a dick. No, no, that's just me. I was starting to rumor. I promise okay. he's a dick. Uh, <laughs> um, you were assigned a task to come at me with three questions. Yes. Now is your chance to ask me the first of the three okay. young, young men. The very first one I'm going to give you. Hit All me. right. Now. Okay. All right. This is a, I'm going to ask you a time travel question, but okay. we're doing Doctor Who fun time travel, not realistic like, oh man, you're going to get pathogens and I'm, I'm you don't good, know the I'm, language and all that shit. I'm good with both. You get to go back somewhere. Okay. And you get to be there for a year. Okay. And it's Doctor Who style, so you're not in danger and all that. Okay. Where do you go? Um, what time period? What year? Where? Where? Uh, my first instinct would be go back to high school, which everybody says high school was a bad time. I had a good time in high school. Oh, but you're, you're yeah. not really going, okay. you're observing my, kind of Okay, thing. that's my first instinct. Okay, okay then um, I think the 1960s San Francisco would be very interesting. Oh, that would be fun. Like a, good music. The height of the Ashbury yeah, thing. The height of Ashbury yeah. district. Uh, and I'm not I'm not a huge drugs guy. I mean, I, I, I smoke pot occasionally. I'll eat an edible every now and then. Yeah. But I, I'm not a huge drug guy. I never have been. Uh, but Hell, I think, that barely counts, friend. But, uh, but I, 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 exactly. I, that shit grows in ditches. And, and, and especially <laughs> considering I grew up in the 80s and the amount of cocaine I saw and the other things that, I mean, I, I was kind of on the borders of the music yeah. industry. So, uh, I mean, I saw tons of drugs. I just, I enjoy drinking a lot. And I also knew with my personality, if I did that, it would end not, not wouldn't end well. So I think the, the Haight-Ashbury 1960s, with the music, even though the hippies kind of might have been a little annoying, but I think I, you know, I don't think hippies were as big as you think they were. I think that's a mis. I think there was a. You think so? Yeah. Well, I mean, hippie. Remember, we when we see things in the past, we only remember the hits. I guess so. You know? You're good. No, point. Yeah, yeah. No one remembers like. Okay, it, then I'm changing it. I'm, I'm going. Right. I'm going New York. Uh, nineteen late fifties, early sixties, the, the Greenwich Village Ooh, that been, and yeah, that, oh, that would have been yeah, cool too. Yeah, I want to wear a turtleneck and I want to wear a beret and I want to smoke cigarettes and All I want right. to hang out in a dark club and do poetry to somebody playing bongos. I want to I want to sit on a stool and, and watch the world go by. All right, in a club drinking maybe right, doing drugs. That's all answer. All right, good. So there are no wrong answers. I'm going to ask you some questions now. All right. All right, you ready? This one's a little long, so I'm probably going to fuck this up because I don't read well, which is great for podcasting. <laughs> well, we talk, and we're not, we're not writing this. <laughs> no, and I steal these off the internet. Uh, it says, uh, here's a classic problem in philosophy and the laws used to challenge students. Everybody in the French Foreign Legion outpost hates Fred and wants him dead. Okay, so everybody hates Fred. During the night, uh, during the night before Fred's task every, uh, to travel across the desert, Tom poisons the water in his canteen. Then Dick, not knowing Tom's intervention, pour, <laughs> pours out the poison hey, she water. Likes Fred. <laughs> pours out the poison water and replaces it with sand. Got it? Alright. Okay. Finally, Henry comes along and pokes holes in the canteen so that the water will slowly run out. Later Fred awakes and sets out for his trek, his provisions in his canteen. Too late, he finds that his canteen is nearly empty, and but besides, what remains is sand, not water, not even poisoned water. Fred dies of thirst. Who caused his death? <sighs> That's uh, all of them. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, well, they could have sent Fred off with the water and not had him come back. Uh, absolutely, I think That's so. That's the Quaker in me. It's like, if Fred's really that bad a problem... 
Uh, now, listen. Everyone I, hates Fred. It says it right here. Everyone this, hates <laughs> this is not, uh, you know, there's not a lot of information on that. Okay. And there's no real good, it's another one of those like suing your brother thing. There's yeah. no real good answer to that. <laughs> like, there, and we also, there's no such thing as a vacuum. I think like, so. these questions all exist in a vacuum. No, and there are no wrong answers. There, that, exactly. But yeah. I'm saying there's no, but when you have a vacuum thing like that, especially, you know, all of them are responsible. Okay. Hell, even Fred's to blame a little I bit. I think Fred might be a good point. Fred's uh, also a dipshit because uh, he left the po- outpost with no water. That's his job. He was supposed, well, I guess he could have checked his canteen. I, I, Fred, is, <laughs> Fred is the blame. I mean, I'm not... I, I think Fred is the blame. There's clearly holes I, in the canteen. I don't want to sound cruel, but... I'll say it. You're a Quaker. Yeah. <laughs> Fred shouldn't have left with no fucking water. I mean, I think... Uh, when when you go take like driver's head, they say you should walk around your car and kick the tires. Yeah, yeah. I, I none of us do. But, <laughs> well, but, we, but if I was traveling, you do across, if traveling. <laughs> traveling across the desert, I would check my canteen. That's that's like important. If I'm if I'm going to, if I'm going across the potentially hazardous terrain, I check the tires and yeah, such. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's mostly Fred's fault. Those other uh, uh, Dick and uh, who else was Henry. This is, this is dumb people in the French Foreign Legion. And that other guy, Tom, Tom, Dick, and Henry. The French Foreign Legion is actually real fascinating, and they 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 stopped doing the the real serious felonies letting you in. Yeah. But they used to just give you a new identity when you completed training. Okay. And you turn it, it, it's the whole thing. The French Foreign Legion is real fascinating. You know a lot of things, don't you? I do. Okay. Um, but the French Foreign Legion is incredibly hard to get into, and it's not just foreigners. They'll take Frenchmen. Okay. But they prefer foreigners. But you have to learn French. Okay, so I can't do that. In while you're in training, you okay. learn French. And it's real. It's real tough. And they, it's it's still a thing. It's it's, it's like still a, a thing. Well, they still use them all the time. They uh they recently intervened in an African country that I'm going to mispronounce the name of. That's of course, fine. And so I'm just not going to say it. I'll never know. Uh, like as as of recently as uh you know when the uh, Green Berets died uh, a while back, the whole thing in Africa. Well, we're involved in 172 countries. Or yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. A, they were um. Outside Nambia, I think, and uh, some Green Berets got killed. Oh, uh, it was a whole ambush thing. The French had to come rescue the rest of them. Oh, so, so you don't hear about that because don't, I don't think the Green Berets like to admit the French come and rescue them. Uh, it ain't like that. Uh, yeah. We heard about it. You just don't remember. Yeah, they tried I, to sweep it under. Also, I wasn't paying attention. Probably. <laughs> we were also involved in. Yeah. We have special operators in I think 142 countries. Yeah, and I was looking at pornography at the probably. Time. <laughs> Pretty much. That's that's always my excuse for everything. I was looking at pornography at the time. Um, question number two. What's the coolest thing you ever made with your hands? Oh, man. That's a tough question. You build things? Not really. Have you ever um, built anything? I built a birdhouse once. I mean, I built some stuff. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Uh, I really built cooler things with my words than with my hands. But okay. With my hands. Oh, this question's hands. Shit. Yeah, lollipops. We make lollipops, <laughs> even though I don't make the lollipops. Well, you have your hand in it. Uh, I have my hand in it in a way. You've I, inserted, you inserted a stick into something, right? Not really. No, you've never... You, you're just the mastermind, the beautiful face behind yeah, Tim's fancy... Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah. Tim's fancy AF lollipops. If, it was, if I had to actually make it, it would be Tim's kind of okay lollipops that you should still buy. <laughs> okay. What, what's one of these lollipops cost? About two bucks. It seems totally worth it. Yeah, listen, it's worth it. It's not... Is a little high, probably. No, but you're no it's, hand, it's totally worth it. You get it. a handcraft artisanal product. It's a little high for the cherry flavor, but we evened it out. Like, we used to do one and two dollars, but the, the price point was too weird, so we just did the fucking two bucks. I wrong. think you're overthinking this. If people will pay 12 bucks for a hamburger. Oh, I know. Yeah. I paid 12 bucks for a hamburger. Uh, it's it's worth it every time. Uh, mm, I get horrible buyer's remorse about everything. I'm getting buyer's remorse about my answer to that. Coming on this podcast. <laughs> um... 
Uh, based on durability, question number three. Based on durability, long-term usefulness in the face of resource... I can never say that word. In the Scarcity? Face, thank you very much. It's almost as if you cheated and looked. <laughs> uh, effectiveness in various circumstances, like close range, water, massive crowds of enemies, etc., and drawbacks that each weapon would have, what best weapon for the zombie apocalypse quick go? Uh, a phalanx. What is what is that? Well, phalanx is a tactic, not necessarily a weapon, but okay. a, a, a short spear and a shield. Okay, I can see that. Well, because in the we do best, they don't have any range weapons. They're all melee. Okay. So if your enemy can't hit you from afar, just don't let them get close to you. Okay. So you do small unit tactics, which is key, and then you get the, the old Greek. You're like my favorite person. I think I can ask you anything. You're going to know a little bit about it. What, if I don't, we can Google it. What, what, no, we can't. We don't Google at well, all. Well, not on here, but I'm saying we can. Like, something. Yeah, because the, Google exists. We the, can find the The kids Google in the audience it. will Google, Google it. Google is my answer to, well, we go check some books because <laughs> I don't have to keep the books anymore. What, what, what's this thing again? A, a what? A phalanx. A, phal- a phalanx. It's basically a square. I fuck you. <laughs> That's how you spell that. <laughs> we can't Google shit and you want me to spell a goddamn because, because a I'll fucking go- Greek word? I'll Google it later. It, phalanx. It, it's the style of fighting that Alexander Greek Alexander the Great used and okay. the Romans used it too everybody used it okay it's it's great for it's great against non-mounted infantry okay it's not necessarily good against mounted infantry because you need pikes for that but you still put the pikes behind the phalanx but you're talking about zombies and we're talking about just human zombies yeah yeah Humans are not that durable when it comes down to it, right? No, you can, you can knock them down with a pointy stick. You can knock them down with a pointy stick, and all you got to do is pierce the brain if we're talking Romero-style zombies. Yeah, that's, I think that's the, your traditional zombie. So you get you get 20 people in a square okay. with a good shield, okay. and they can't get to you because you're holding the shield up in the interlock, uh-huh. and then you just poke, 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 poke. Did you ever see the movie 300? Uh, yeah, but I, I think you, I... You know I, how the Spartans made that shield wall thing? Yeah, I think so. That's yeah. the phalanx, basically. Okay. You're the smartest person I know. Oh. <laughs> I would have never known that. That was the perfect answer. It wasn't even like a weapon. It was a style of defense. Well, no, the, the weapon is the short spear, but you need the shield too. Okay. But a short spear without the shield is good too. I would have accepted runaway also. Runaway is not bad. Well, you don't want to... Like, bunkers and stuff are just a, a tomb for you. Yeah, I think so. It, you travel it, around. And it's like sieges were, were always count. They were always counting on someone to break the siege, not to fight out... You're not supposed to outlast the, the siege. I'm so glad I asked this question. It's a good question. Yeah, I don't write these. I steal them off the internet. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what was that, Picasso or Michelangelo that said good artists steal? All of, that's all I do, and I'm not even that good an artist. Uh, <laughs> uh, here's a commercial. What are you doing for dinner tonight? The answer should be cheese. La Femme du Fromage Orlando's Cheese Shop is here to help located in the east end market at 3201 kareen drive in the beautiful audubon park garden district la femme du fromage is orlando's cheese shop this friday and every friday it's grilled cheese happy hour from four until eight it's flights of grilled cheese and delicious craft beer la femme du fromage grab yourself a platter of cheese and bring it home or enjoy something right there in their shop located at 3201 Kareen Drive. Tell them that you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. And we're back. Uh, 
was like my favorite thing to do. I used to read the commercials live. Yeah. But then I I start I drink during we most do, of these. We do native advertising on Poking the Bear. I feel like they get their money's worth. We just segue because you can't skip it. Yeah, well, I see. I, I just decided it's it sounds better when I when I do it later. Like I, I'll, I'll do all these tomorrow. I'm, I'm not telling you not to. No, it's exactly <laughs> uh, you. Uh, your your second question, please, sir. Oh, your my second question to you. Yes, please. Okay, you get omnipotent power. Okay, cool. To change one particular law, and it'll be forced in America. It's just American centric now, mm-hmm. right? It's not the world. Mm-hmm. You get to impose one law. Okay. For better or worse, what do you pick? Oh, God, that's a hard one. Um, he said to be original. No, I know. that. See, uh, so many people, you know, what if you were in jail, what would be your last meal before you died? Um, give me this. I'm going to edit all this so I sound much more. I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> Try to think of uh, all the laws kind of make sense. Not all of them. A lot of bad ones. I mean, some places you, you can't have anal sex. And... But, by, but by the way, this is a perfectly enforced. It can be a vague concept. It doesn't have to be a real, like... Is omnipotent power grant you this? Yeah, this yeah, is not, yeah, we, yeah. I, uh, um, it's not us lobbying for Congress. I, 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 I'd make marijuana legal. All right. Yeah, that, that's that's the obvious answer. That's a solid answer. I think that that is because uh, it's it's ridiculous that it's not, and uh, the liquor is totally legal. And, and oh, liquor is super fucking dangerous. It, it does a whole lot more harm than than marijuana. And like I said, I don't. I don't really. I've never been marijuana guy. I've never been drug guy. Yeah. But I, uh, I had a. A, uh, a gentleman who owns a, a cannabis clinic in Sanford come yeah. on and talk about the clinic and how, how helpful medical marijuana is. And my dad had a disease that would have totally, oh, yeah. medical marijuana would have totally helped him and improve the quality of his life. And and we, we yeah. I mean, there's a reason why we have cannabinoid receptors in our brains. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and you can't you can't get poison from pop, but you can get alcohol poisoning. Absolutely, I, yeah. I've also never gotten high and punched my friends in the face because I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> I have drank whiskey and said, let's punch each other as hard as we can. I've done that. Yeah, yeah that, who hasn't? It? It's yeah, that, dumb that. shit. Um, quest number four for you? Uh, I, no, okay. no. I, I was going to say, because you told me three and we just did two. No, I, I see. I give the power and All I take right. it back. I, I give it. I take <laughs> it back. Good. It keeps you off balance. But you, you, I, you were you're going to get a first date question for the fourth one or something dumb. Like, no, 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 no. I, I steal these. Like, so there's just, I, have, I have an endless list. of. I've uh, seen your list. I'm yeah. in your podcast group. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, if you were given four months worth of free advertising on a billboard, uh, what would you advertise? Oh man, uh, do I get just one thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. That's then I probably just advertise me. Okay, why? I mean, well, d- because you, you are you are a brand. Well, because if you get to know me, yeah. then you get to know poking the bear, then you get to know the live pops, then you get call. to know everything else involving me. Yeah, you know, Tom and Dan will come up, pretty little pints will come up, uh, PFT will come up, scotchy conversations exactly. Yeah, yeah. Anything I've done will come up if it's just me. I like it, and like I said, I I I enjoy the fact that you've kind of branded yourself, Big Tim. Well, you got to. Yeah, well, see, but but I don't think people realize that a lot of people aren't aren't comfortable putting themselves out there. Yeah, and I can see why they wouldn't. It's you. There's things you give up. I I have given up. Even though I'm not real famous, I'm like the weird local famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've given up the thought I can be anonymous somewhere in public. Do you think? Like, I'm sorry, interrupt. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You can say. Do, do you think like if you weren't? I mean, you're a big guy. Mm-hmm. You got red hair. You you got a goatee. Mm-hmm. You. Pretty much were overalls 99% of the time I've ever seen pictures. Oh, I, I used to wear suits yeah. constantly. Yeah, you you, ha, you have kind of a uniform. Yeah, like, I, I yeah. like to pick a uniform because yeah. it, it makes it simpler. It works for fucking Steve Jobs and work for my dumbass. Yeah, yeah, no. And I, but do you think that's part of it? It, it, it is. Yeah. I mean, the fact that I'm a fucking 500 pounds, six foot two, uh, you know, red-headed, overall just giant guy. man. Yeah, that yeah. definitely helps. 
But even if I lost weight, I'd still be five foot two. And like you said, my personality is way more oversized than my actual body. Absolutely, I think so. Which uh, isn't bad. Like like I said, I mean, I was scared of having you in, but only because it felt like I couldn't keep up with you. Yeah, I'm yeah. good at I'm good at slowing down or speeding up. <laughs> we could have brought it down. Like if I'm doing okay. If the time travel question had you go, I don't know, man. I want to see the dinosaurs or some shit. I wouldn't have hit you with a fucking omnipotent wall question. I would have come with like you get to remake something. What do you what are you? Remaking? I'm kind of disappointed I didn't come up with uh, making. And that's the obvious answer. Like I wish I had a better answer, but that to me that is the right answer. It's not uh, a bad answer. Or um, uh, euthanasia. That, I can't say the word, but you know what I'm trying yeah. to say. I think that should be another one. It probably should be, but yeah. the, the trouble with that, though, is you can't come back from it. I, I guess. That's but, why I don't believe in the death penalty for, for the government, because you can't ever undo that mistake. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of times the people who are are up for that don't have the money or the lawyers. And, exactly. And, yeah. and it's it's just, in general, like, if I had the one law, I would give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Uh, like, actually benefit of the doubt. Like, you got to give everybody the benefit, especially in law. Okay. Like, all right, so... Don't we what have I, that already? Isn't that... We have we have that kind of. Yeah. But I mean as in, all right, so you get pulled over uh, because you took a right on red and you shouldn't have or whatever. Or, oh, I'm sorry, I did that. Yeah. Yeah, or they say, you know, they say you ran a stop sign, but you didn't. Mm-hmm. Right? Anything they find on that is thrown out and they got to come back. Like, okay. it's really enforced. Okay. Uh, I really like the Constitution and I'm really upset that the Fourth Amendment and the Fifth Amendment and all that sometimes gets thrown out the window. Remind me what the Fourth and Fifth Amendment are. The Fourth one is the right to <laughs> the right not to be the right to be safe and secure in your properties and belongings and papers. Okay, that, that no that unreasonable like searches. Okay, that's a good one. The no unreasonable searches yeah. number five is you can't incriminate yourself. Yeah. Okay, that that's also a good one. Yeah. So the, the number four that's coming up recently because. Uh, phone records and the cell phones and all the pockets and all absolutely that. like yeah they, they they they're allowed to like they're they, they are digging around in our phones it's kind of like um so I have an iPhone right you got an iPhone yes sir okay you see their fingerprint sensor yeah that's bullshit but it I is use it anyway yeah. but we all use, I use it for nothing important yeah uh, the federal government has decided that your fingerprint counts as a key and because the government can't force you to give up a password they can force you to give up a key right like you got a lock gate. The government can compel you to unlock the gate. They can't unpel you to give you the password to your secret cave or whatever. Okay. So I don't use the fingerprint to unlock my phone. Okay. That's smart. I because should, a lot yeah. of good people died, even though I'm not doing anything wrong anymore, yeah, yeah. necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyone that ever tells you they're not doing anything wrong, ask them to see their genitals right away. <laughs> and that's what the whole fucking point of privacy is. <laughs> it, you know? Like, if you've got nothing to fucking hide, let's see Let's see whatever you got going on. Yeah, it, it, that, that, that's just it. Is every, Everybody's got their shit. Every, everybody's yeah. got shit that they're ashamed of and they probably shouldn't do out in public. Uh, I, uh, I, I, I agree I don't with want you. you to see that I've watched Unsealed Alien Files 47 fucking times. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't need you fucking... That's fine. It's a dumb... I, it's <sighs> background noise. <laughs> um, uh, quest number five for you. Uh, why don't we have swearing? Hold on, sub question. What makes words so powerful and shocking? Do all languages and cultures have swearing? Yes. Yes. You, okay, hit me. Well, they all. I mean, we can. I don't know the swear words from other, some okay. other languages. Swear words have evolved a lot. They okay. used to be a lot of blasphemy. Like, you know, the TV show Deadwood. Uh, I'm familiar with it. Okay, basically, Deadwood has a lot of fuck and cocksucker and all these insults in it. And they talked like that back then, but it was a lot of, like, Yosemite Sam, like, blasphemy of God. Like, that was shocking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, words have power, and anyone that tells you doesn't is a fucking liar. <laughs> okay. 
because you can call them something and they'll fucking react at, to it. At some point, they're going to be whole about stick, Yeah, that yeah. whole sticks and stones may break my bone is bullshit. Yeah. Words can hurt. Absolutely. And they always will. Yeah. And they have meaning. And you, I'm a big proponent of not making it worse. I'm not saying, and I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a social justice warrior or PC and all, but you don't pick on someone necessarily. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think, I, if they I can't it. handle it. You only pick on someone the amount they can handle. I am a comedian. I handle a lot of comedians. I will bust new comedians' balls, but you hand, you you pick something to handle. You know, if if you find out somebody's sister died of cancer, you don't give them fucking dead sister cancer jokes. You fuck with them for the goofy shirt he wore or something. Yeah, yeah. He can take the shirt off. You know, you can't. Can't get your sister back. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I, every culture has swearing, and I don't know why we haven't necessarily, but I think it's because sometimes you need to put emphasis on, emphasis on words. I mean, hell, the Supreme Court already ruled that uh, fuck can be used and not the court, not meaning sexual relations. It can be used as a intensifier. Yeah, America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think America's the best plan, bunch of country on the planet. Have you traveled? Uh, not really. I've been to the Bahamas. Okay, that's kind of traveling. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I've had the luxury of traveling a little, and I will always come home unless I win the Powerball. And yeah. Then, then I'm moving to Paris. Uh, well, I can see why you like Paris, but Paris has... Europe has its problems, and Paris particularly has its I, problems. I'm, I'm very aware of those problems. You're not a brown teenager. But, that's why you moved but, to Paris. But, and exactly. If I win the Powerball, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm going exactly. to buy a loft apartment someplace yeah. and travel all across Europe and call call Paris my home. You know, I think the thing that, in my opinion, and I want to, because sometimes people get on the, oh, you think America's the best. America has more diversity and more shit that has worked it's not the best at everything. Yep. But it's the best at being together with as many peoples in it, as many divisions, as many things happening. Like, motherfuckers will bring up Scandinavian countries and talk about how great they are. because they're all fucking Norwegian. Yep. There's, they're 96% Norwegian with the same culture and value or whatever. You can get fucking 100 people in the room and 96 of them are the same. They think the same fucking thing. They came the same background, the same cultural milestones. And yeah, they're going to get the fuck along. Yeah, they're very handsome. <laughs> They're not bad looking. Yeah, yeah I, I, uh, I. That's because the Swedish did eugenics up until the fucking late eighties. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's probably part of it. Uh, it's it's <laughs> part of it for sure. They literally did eugenics up until the eighties. I, I I I think I'd always come home. I think I'd, I'd keep my American citizenship. I'd have. I'd probably keep this place. I just would add a second floor with a second bathroom on it. <laughs> oh God, yeah, having a second bathroom really is the key to happiness. Well, it's just my wife and I, so we don't really. It. I I can't tell you how many times. Probably three times a week, I go piss in the backyard. Uh, well, and that's your God-given right. It, it, it's something about peeing like in your own land. It, it, it's a very manly, very wonderful feeling. I'm not gonna lie to you. I I'm not a big fan of peeing outside, but sometimes every now and again you just gotta go. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it, it does feel pretty good. It feels like you're communing with nature necessarily. I mean, the bank owns 85 percent of this house, but <laughs> I, I pee on my 15 percent in the back I, corner. I try not. I wouldn't try to think about it like that. I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of that shit either, but yeah. Uh, the, the banks? Banks, yeah. No, well, yeah, banks. They, I couldn't buy this house right out, so yeah, I, had, no. I had to get that it's mortgage a, thing. I know. Um, question number six for you. You were suddenly given 100% access to the records of the United States government for 24 hours. What are you going to investigate? I'm going to investigate uh, JFK. Okay. Aliens. Okay. The shit they did Martin Luther King. Okay. Uh, I'm going to investigate uh, probably those, and we'll see what happens. We'll see how mad I get if I don't my head don't explode. I think 24 hours. That's you. You got to pick one of those. That that's I the, think you can get. I, I'm pretty fast. I'm pretty yeah. smart at researching. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I know. I know. I'm kind of. I'm looking to fill in the blank on a couple things. Are you a conspiracy guy? Yeah. Yeah. 
but not not the real far conspiracy. No. If you tell me that all conspiracy theories are true, I think you're full of shit. If yeah, you yeah. tell me none of them are true, I know you're a fucking idiot. Absolutely. Uh, because, I mean, the goddamn federal government gave black dudes in Tuskegee, Alabama, which is not far from here. We could drive to Tuskegee right now with probably the money I have in my checking account. We should do that. We shouldn't, because i got to get a debit card first. But if I can Venmo you the cash, we can get up there. Okay, well, yeah. Let's, let's take your car, not my truck. My okay, truck gets real bad gas mileage. I got I'm my saying, wife's car. Let's I'm saying we that. can go there, and we can meet people yeah. that were given syphilis against their will and gets, uh, without their knowledge. That's crazy. Exactly. And that's yeah. not 200 years ago. They stopped doing that in the 70s. So there are things, there are con- there's conspiracies, and then there's conspiracy theories. No, three numbers, nine Oh, yeah. <laughs> that whole thing you know what the conspiracy to that is hit me uh, the government fucked up with infighting and childishness and then people's latch onto it okay. because we let fucking 20 Saudi Arabians uh, lead us into a goddamn well I don't they weren't all Saudi but we let some assholes lead us down into basically spending trillions of dollars and blood and all this other shit invading countries we didn't need to uh, we could have <laughs> Don't get me on that part. <laughs> Osama bin Laden did it. We might have let it happen. Okay, uh, through I, through negligence. That's I, the conspiracy. There. I, I will leave it at that. You, yeah. Your third question, please, young man. Okay, my third question to you. Uh, I'm going to give you a nice uh, kind of softball one. Oh, come Not, on, I, well, hard. I, I, it's okay. We did too hard. I want a nice easy one. I don't want to get you. What's your favorite kind of cheese? I'll ask you that later. That's, that's my usual. Because that, that really tells you a lot about a person. Okay. It really does. Because okay. if they answer, I know it's a bit that I do sometimes, but if they answer craft singles, they're probably a fucking monster. No, that that's that's wooden. That wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's chemicals in the back. Has anybody ever said that? Yes. Well, that's terrible. Uh, we used to actually use that as a job interview question. Yeah. We were told to hire everybody at this campaign I ran, but we so we'd weed them out. With basically, if they were physically capable of doing the job. We had to give them a shot. Okay. And um, their favorite cheese wasn't Their favorite cheese was. Well, it let me get an idea of what of who they were, you know, and then I could put them in a different team like that. I grew up in a non-craft household, and we didn't have any money. Like, we yeah. we, we had, like, literally food stamps. Is that still a thing? Is food, food stamps, are, they're a card now. It's okay, well, we had food stamps yeah. growing up, So I, but, but we never had craft slices singles and yeah yeah i've had government cheese you ever have that that's actually I, that was that was past my time yeah the, I, I had government cheese in college like we went and applied and we, you get a literally a block of cheese yeah and, and it, you get sx cheese or the in the agriculture department it, 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 it makes the best grilled cheese sandwiches because it's, it's not nothing bad. but garbage like I've, it just I've, heard wrapped, yeah. I've heard it's not bad for that uh, um you were gonna ask me a question my, my question for you hit me you get to remake something okay music art whatever a mu- movie you get to remake it, unlimited budget, you get whatever you want out of it. What do you remake, and what do you make different? My instinct would always go to Planet of the Apes, but that's been done. Yeah. And uh, the Tim Burton one was terrible, but the new ones are actually pretty good. The new ones are the new ones are solid. Yeah. Um, I always go back to Planet of the Apes. Uh, I would think... Oh, man. I, I, I See, everything I, I want to remake, I don't think I'm the man for the job. Well, I'm, oh, you don't, you're not the man. You get to just go... You're doing it now, and you get to pull someone out of at the ether. Okay, uh, and they come back. I'm uh, not saying I, you have to direct it. it. My wife and I were literally talking about this this afternoon. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I'm not a Beach Boys fan. Yeah, but I appreciate what they did. They did some good stuff. Uh, and I'm not a Pet Sounds fan. Yeah, but I appreciate what it is. Yeah, I would. 
I would think I would go for Pet Sounds, like I, right. because that that's the but yard. Who, but who's doing Pet Sounds now? Who do you have doing it? Um, some of my musician friends. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I would probably have at least one or two of my musician friends in there just so they could be working with the myriad of other talented artists. I mean, there's so many noises on Pet Sounds that yeah, there are so many yeah, noises. I, I I think that would be fun, especially if I could get producers who I mean, I would I I spend I'd probably spend a couple of years just researching who could do it. Yeah, and then build on that. I can see that, but yeah. remember, you got omnipotent power to do this. Yeah, I, yeah I, whoever you want. I, I see. See, I think Pet Sounds would go, um, but I, I, yeah, I you can get the ghost of Frank Zappa to come back if you see, want. To. See, that would be fun. That that'd be very cool, yeah. and uh, I think I would. Uh, uh, it most the original Beach Boys, not Brian, no, not Brian Jones, who Mike Love, I, yeah, he's not involved. Like, I'm not, all right, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not you're not here, you're not even the ghost of you. You're not, <laughs> no, no, I'm not having Mike Love involved. Um, I'm gonna uh, put a commercial right there. Orlando Meats, of course, you know that they are a family owned whole animal butcher shop and restaurant. Of course, you know they are open six days a week from Tuesday through Sunday. Of course you know they're doing breakfast from Tuesday to Saturday. And of course you know they're doing brunch on Sundays with local beer, local wines, and delicious amazing brunch food. But did you know they now offer delivery through Brick Road Couriers? Go online at orlandomeats.com slash order and get yourself something delivered within about three miles of their operation. And did you know that Tuesdays are now Barbecue Days. That's right, barbecue on Tuesdays. Orlando Meats, located at 728 Virginia Drive. Orlando's family-owned whole animal butcher shop and restaurant. Orlando Meats, go in, get yourself something amazing, and tell them that you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. And we're back. Uh, email. I've been getting emails, and that's great. Thank you for emailing me. I'm weeding through them, and I'm picking the ones that are good and throwing away the ones that suck. If you said something bad about me, I'm probably not going to read your email on the mail, uh, and I'm probably just going to delete it. So uh, here, here is an email. You know what the best answer to a negative email is? I'm sorry you feel that way. Well, I just, I just don't bring it up. Eh. So, so uh, it, I don't know. Some part of me wants to read them on the air, and eventually maybe I'll read all the bad ones just and I'll make a show out of it. What do you do? a Patreon or whatever like that to get the funds rolling in. Yeah. You heard of Patreon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do do it for that. Do you have, you have you, I know you do. You have a Patreon. I do have a Patreon. So the kids can go to Big Tim Murphy's Patreon? Yeah, I have that and I got Poking the Bears Patreon too. Okay, are those working? Yeah. Good. I need to get a Patreon. That's a, Not a lot. I get I get a lot of weird just random, "Hey, Big Tim, here's 20 bucks on PayPal." I'll take that. Patreon. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. I got $5 once on my donation button on scotchygoodconversation.com. All right. I'll take the five dollars. Take the five bucks, I man. I sent those people some stickers. All right, so they bought some stickers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I sent them a bunch of stickers. Um, here is an email that someone sent me. It said, uh, "How would you describe your political beliefs without labels?" That's not the end of it. All right. Uh, for better or worse, political labels are often used as shortcuts to express our views without having to explain them. Sometimes people have attached to labels. With their familiar, familiar, there's a lot of big words in here. Yeah, the familiarity. Other times, their eccentricism, eccentricities. Thank you. Yeah. Also, it says ism. Uh, but labels that apply to groups are, by their nature, inexact. 
Therefore, I'd like to ask you to explain your core belief without using such terms. Words like Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal, libertarian, moderate, leftist, centrist, progressive. Yeah, yeah, I got, so I got none of the isms, yeah. <laughs> Get out. Um, um, good luck with this one. Love the show. Keep up the work, Tanner. Are they asking me or are they asking they're, you? They're, 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 we're just throwing just this asking, out there. Okay. I think it's you. I My political beliefs are... Because, because I'm afraid of this one, so it's you. I want every American to get treated the same way I would get treated. Okay. Are you treated okay? Yeah, I treated fucking fantastic. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm not really harassed by police. I don't okay. have to worry about getting fucked up on the streets. I've seen your truck. You don't get pulled? I don't get pulled over. Okay. Well, I, I also have a gold star tag on the back. Okay. 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 Uh, you, you, you throw a dead soldier and it usually... Uh, yeah, and you walk around and make sure all the lights are working. <laughs> yeah, I do, oh, I'm actually. I'm like that dude from the... Uh, I, actually, I actually do fucking check to make sure the lights are working, especially when I'm doing something dirty. But I just want everybody to get treated. Every American should get treated the exact same way I do. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably a pretty good yardstick. So, and Tim, Tim Murphy, the yardstick by which we we measure how people get treated. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I just well because I don't, I'm not afraid to go anywhere. That's nice. It's yeah. real nice. Yeah, have, I have, have the ultimate privilege of that. Have you ever been in a position where you're afraid to go? Like, I mean, I mean, I, I've been in some places where I wasn't comfortable necessarily. Have and, you ever been to Fort Pierce? Fort Pierce? Yes, I've okay. been to Fort Pierce. Okay. See, I grew up in St. Lucie County in Fort yeah. Pierce. One of my best friends was from... Uh, I'm sorry. From that, uh, that subdivision that's uh, the Indians. Like, uh, there's like a Native American subdivision or something, like a great big area with all the streets are named for Indians. I think, I think that's down in Fort Pierce. I think it's, like Osceola. It, is yeah, that's what I'm I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I grew up in Fort Pierce in the 70s and 80s. And in the 80s, I had long ear and my ears pierced. Yeah. Um, I've never felt so scared to go to a section of town by, by, because you literally I've, I've almost had my ass kicked because I'm my hair, my hair was long have you ever been in that position because I, I, mean, I can't even imagine like being like of a color that I can't I, I could always get a haircut but I just chose not to I, I have been sim- I mean I've been in some spots where I wasn't necessarily the uh, I was definitely the odd man out okay I mean uh, I've uh, I've smoked pot on the front porch of a house in Eatonville before and I was <laughs> Like a fucking pimple on a black dude's ass, but I didn't feel uncomfortable, and that was the point. Like, but, but I also carried myself with a certain demeanor. Yeah, you do. And I also was giant fucking man. Yeah. And back then, I was even in, I was in fucking shape because I played football. So like, no one really, no one really fucked. Like, I'm not an easy target, and I don't yeah. want any American to feel like they're an easy target anywhere. That's a, that's a great yardstick. That, that, and that's that, that, yeah. and that's that's how everyone should feel. But a lot of times, you get people uh, without getting any of them isms. On either side of the divide of things, absolutely everybody's well, wrong and everybody's they, right. They yeah. want well, they go fuck them. They're not us. They're not me. And I want every American. I, I don't give a shit about foreigners. You fucking should have got a constitution. Uh, if you had a constitution, you get treated like that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like uh, now, but if they're here, you treat them like a human being. You don't necessarily have to give them the same rights and privileges as me, but you treat them like a human being. I uh. I think that's a pretty good call. Just everybody, let's let's not don't be a dick. That's the core tenet of Quakerism is not being an asshole. Basically, okay. <laughs> like I, you can be a dick, like you can be kind of like gruff and stuff, but yeah. just don't don't you're, make you're gruff and stuff. Don't make it worse. Yeah, it's like don't don't yeah exactly. The, well, the, the golden rule doesn't actually really like work in yeah, the grand no, scheme of things. People are horrible. People yeah. are flawed things. You have to understand that we and a big thing that happens with politics is people everyone's a hypocrite even yeah. I'm a hypocrite I don't like hypocrites but even I've been hypocritical absolutely no, I, I but agree. just because you catch someone being hypocritical doesn't mean that their argument's invalid forever or that it, this isn't a, it's not a video game we don't exist in a vacuum everything's touching 
Just because you caught them one time being hypocritical doesn't mean that everything they say is invalid now. And, and not a lot of people use a mirror to look at themselves also. Exactly. Yeah, and, and that's just it. We're all just animals trying to struggle to get along and, and pointing out other people's weaknesses and making things worse. For, I think I might be, um, what, what are you? Quaker? Quaker, thank you. <laughs> I mean, anybody, this sounds hard. Can anybody I, really can be a Quaker? Yeah. To be a member of a meeting, you have to apply, and it's a thing, but it's really loose. And do I have, have to write something? Yeah, oh, I can't you have that. to write a letter, but it doesn't have to be yeah. very long. It just yeah. has to basically say why you want to be one, and then. But then again, you don't have. Are there dues? No. Okay. There's no. There's no real obligations. Period. Other than the not be a shithead thing. Okay, and this is is this more like a philosophy? The way I use it, yes, but yeah. it's a straight up religion. We have meetings, and there's yearly stuff, but it's. I I take I'm, a very, is this too much? I'm sorry. I'm no, general, it's not too much. No, I'm generally about, interested. What yeah. are you talking about? I I'm not the best Quaker role model. I think you're a great Quaker role model. Um, no, not really, because <laughs> I don't I don't practice what I preach near as much as I should. Well, nobody does though. That's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, look at look at most Christians. I mean, true. And again, I, I there are, there are Christians so who I think are just amazing people. My brother, my mom. I mean, if you looked mm-hmm. up the literally the definition of Christian you would see a picture of my brother and yeah, yeah. and sometimes people use Christianity as a way to feel superior to other people not my brother uh, man that's fantastic yeah. and there's but there's some Christians that there's some everything I, to do that yeah yeah well, um, people always want to feel superior. People always, like, it, it's a power thing, and it, it makes you feel like a bigger man to feel like I'm just to put other people down. Yeah, and I, fortunately, uh, I am spoiled, and I, I have a natural gravitas and can kind of command a presence and all, so I don't really seek out power because I feel like I have it most of the time. Yeah, yeah. So I don't get, like, I don't seek the power-seeking thing, and it just kind of comes natural sometimes, and, like, so I can see why people get into that, and I can see why they want to be better. Because I'm funnier than a lot of comedians. That feels good. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I don't hold it against them. You can't you can't hold things against people. Well, I, I think you're very sure of yourself, aren't you? Uh, not really. You th- I, don't, I don't have any of the answers. If I knew anything, I wouldn't be here. But, but you're aware that you don't have the answers. Yeah. And and that in itself, I think, is worth something. And it takes a lot to get that, though. And I think, considering your age, like most guys who are 30 think they know everything. Oh, I'm positive. I don't know shit. Exactly. I mean, I, I've got 20 years on you, and yeah. I, I don't know shit. If I knew shit, no one would be able to get a hold of me, because well, you'd have well, to call my assistants. But we, <laughs> but none of us know shit. That's my thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, question. Oh, by the way, that was an email uh, from Tanner. Thank you, Tanner, for emailing us. Uh, if you want uh, me to maybe read your email on the air, I, I would probably do it if it didn't suck. <laughs> email us at scottsygoodconversation at gmail.com. Thank you, Tanner. I love you. Uh, question number eight. This last one. Who right. do you know that I don't know who um, brings something to Orlando? Do you know uh, John Busdecker? Uh, yes, I'm familiar with him. But do you know him? No, I don't know him. I like John Busdecker for that answer because he's a he's kind of a safe answer. And his whole thing, his like charity uh-huh. uh, that he's running highlights other charities. Okay, that that's that's good. We like that. And like, I don't like the one right answer to that kind of question. Because it depends on what you're looking for. But I like what he's doing. Yeah, he, he, he seems also, like a decent dude. I'm familiar with I what he also, does. I uh, also, you've met uh, Jackie from my podcast. From, yes. Uh, from Pretty Little Pints. My, my, I, my I, I've reached out to her, and, and I think she'll be on the show. I think we just have Fantastic. to make the, the she, uh, She's tougher to get than this kind of thing, because yeah. she's not good with people. I'm yeah. good with people. Uh, I, I, I kind of gathered that from her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a reason why I do. I mean... Yeah, he's he's the answer I go with right away. I think. Oh, uh, here here's what we do. Like now, I encourage you to go. Hey, John Busdecker, 
I can. I'll turn my phone on and make a gay message between the three of us right now. Yeah, well, you don't have to do it right now because we don't turn our phones on during my podcast. All right, there you go. <laughs> um, but uh, John Bustecker, if you're listening to Tim Murphy, he wants you to come on the podcast. I I think I've reached out to him once or and we we kind of went back and it forth. Happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tim, thank you very much. Hey, no problem. You have a good time. I had a fan time. Yeah, good. Thank you very much. Remind the kids where we can see you do comedy. We can get your lollipops and we can hear your podcast. You can hear my podcast on the PFT Radio Network. Yes, uh, it's called Poking the Bear. Uh, you can see me do comedy uh, at any place that will pay me a lot that won't. Uh, but definitively the Bowling Bush every Wednesday but the third Wednesday. Great bar, good time. I've been there. Fun, fun time. I was and in the back. I was too scared to talk to you. I understand. Yeah, I've been up there. I, and I, and sometimes I end up holding court and it can be scary to you feel like you're jumping into a court. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful small room. It's and, nice. And if you're intimidated by people, you're shy. Like this is good, like yeah. like this this thing right here. But you get me out in public, and I'm shy. I understand. Yeah, it's so like walking up to somebody. I used to be very nervous and very shy when I was a kid, and yeah. I just fucking flipped that, and now I'm not. What? Well, it, it just as soon as you realize that that you're they fine. Can't, they can't take away your birthday. Exactly. That, you said that earlier. I really yeah. like that. I've never. My granddad used to say that. A lot. Yeah. I don't even know if it's a fucking phrase that anyone else ever said. But it's really brilliant. But he he would tell me when I was going to do something. He's like, "What's the worst that can happen? They can't take away your birthday." And I, I expand it past your birthday and not, not necessarily your birthday is in like the, the sense of like you'd have a birthday party or whatever. But I mean, as in they can't stop you from being you. I, I always tell people it, it's it's a moment in your life. You know, like literally it's a couple minutes in your life. Worst case scenario. That, exactly. You know, and, and that that's just Usually it. Usually the so. worst can happen is you die and then, you know, then you got to worry about this shit no more. Exactly. It. So uh, we covered in uh, the lollipops. Where the can lollipops, we get those? Uh, BigTimSellSuckers.com. Okay. But it's, it's best to find us on Facebook and find where we popped up at. Because online, we really only sell like four or five flavors because she's making so many new ones and different ones. Fresh lollipop. We've had we've had almost 100 different flavors. Good for you. And you've been doing it how long? About a year, year wow. and a half. So you about a year, actually. It's Just a about constant a thing. Yeah, she's always making new stuff. I mean, some of them stick around. Uh, I am a big fan of uh, novelty. I get bored real fast. No, get out oh, of here. I know, being surprised, right? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, and having the different flavors is good. And I... I'm a big fan of delegating to people that are better, your betters, especially. That's smart. That, that, that's and just, yeah. she makes better lollipops, so I sometimes I come along, like, I want this, and she figures it out. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I wanted watermelon mint for a friend of mine. We made watermelon mint. You know, like, a fucking white male tears is all, all her idea. I catch all the fucking praise for it because I'm a white guy, and that's usually what the fuck happens. <laughs> if there's one white guy involved with it, somebody <laughs> seeks them out to fucking give them praise. But, uh... You know, but yeah, so you can find us there. But Facebook's the best bet. Big Tim's fancy half lollipops, and you can find me on Facebook. And I'll gladly be your Facebook. Well, follow friend. Tim. Like he he's he's worth it just to watch him nap, or, or eat shrimp. <laughs> the, the the napping, the napping. I actually went back and watched that, and I don't know why people watched it. But I don't know why I watch. I, I literally probably watched it for about fifteen minutes. I, I don't know. Like it was on in the background, and you. I think people thought I was going to do something or I wasn't no, actually sleeping. I just really took a nap. Yeah, it was good. And I know you're on your way to some place and you just kind of pulled over and you found the right spot and it's shady. And I think you the, opened the, the windows. shade. Well, the, well, I don't have but the one window. The yeah, yeah. other one's still broken. Okay. But yeah, I rolled out another one. Yeah, the trick is shade. Uh-huh. And you want to get a parking lot with a little bit of traffic but not too much traffic. Yeah. 
Because you don't want to be the one fucking car sitting off by because yourself. They, they think you're masturbating. They think you're masturbating. Well, yeah. you always bring it back to the beating off. That's, I'm sorry, I beat off a lot. It's, it's yeah. on your mind, man. I'm sorry. I, 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 I like it's masturbating. It's fine. It's on your mind. <laughs> it's what I do. Um, there'll be links to all this and probably more in the show notes. I encourage you to follow Tim because he, he's the cat's meow. We like you very much, dude. Hey, I ain't bad, brother. Um, I want to thank my buddy CJ Mask. He wrote the haunting theme of Scotch and Good Conversation. He's in Nashville now, and I miss him. Uh, if you need something from CJ, CJ, he records, he produces, he writes music. Get at me. I'll take care of you. I uh, want to remind you that this episode and every episode from here until they drop me is brought to you by Compass Box Whiskey. Get their booze. It's really good. Red Light Red Light Beer Parlor, the best damn beer bar in the entire world, located at 2810 Kareen Drive in beautiful Audubon Park. Odds are you might see me at the bar. Tap on my shoulder and I'll buy you the cheapest beer on the menu. La Femme du Fromage, located right up the street from Red Light. Red Light, one word, cheese. Go there. It's beautiful, artisan, handcrafted cheeses from around the world. Located in the East End Market at 3210 Korean Drive. Orlando Meats, get the burger. It'll change your life. Located at 27, located at 728 Virginia Drive. And Little Indies right next to Will's Pub. If you are in Orlando, you know you know Little Indies. I love Little Indies. They got the best bathroom in the whole fucking side of town. <laughs> craft cocktails, craft beer, super hip section of town, cool bartenders, located at 1036 North Mills Avenue if you dig the podcast. If you, if you don't even like the podcast, if you like Big Tim, repost, tell a friend, and we'll get, we'll get Tim's brand out more. Uh, subscribe, Leave a review. Uh, leave me an email. It's conversation at gmail.com. Phone us at 407-965-5557. And tell a friend. Tim, you're my new friend. I love you. All right, brother. I love you, too. Look, you guys, uh, uh, take care. Just say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. You guys, take care. Be nice to each other. If there's somebody out there who uh, you're fond of, tell them you love them. That's important. Uh, go outside and play. I love you. I think it, by the time this comes out, it's 2018. So happy new year. Uh, I love you. Take care. Peace. Bye-bye. Media Production.